What's happening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another edition of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. My name is Dave Taylor. I hope you got a nap in after getting up early to watch Elimination Chamber today. Well, depending where you are, I guess. If you're in Australia, well, you're probably sleeping as I'm recording this because it'd be a normal bedtime. If you're out in Europe, uh, well, let's see. Well, probably by now, you're probably getting ready for bed. And here in the East Coast, uh, you know, we, we got up at, uh, you know, 4.30 to... To watch WWE's Elimination Chamber event. Some people might complain it was too predictable, but uh, when you go to the movies, you, you kind of know that like the good guy is going to win, right? Or who's going to win. But uh, we definitely got some surprises today, and I thought some very impressive performances in uh, WWE's Elimination Chamber, the Perth, Australia edition for 2024. Again, we are Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. And before we go into the uh, full review, let's talk a little bit about the show or wrestling podcast. Part of a couple of radio stations out of Virginia in uh, the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. And uh, we're part of uh, FM 99, 106.9 The Fox, a couple of rock stations. You can find us on their websites at 1069thefox.com and fm99.com. You go to the media tab, you can see ESPR Wrestling Podcast, and we're right there. Also, Facebook, Twitter, ESPR 99. That's our handle. You can give us a follow, give us a subscribe, all that fun stuff. And then uh, also anywhere you listen to podcasts like you're doing right now, make sure you subscribe. Uh, we have a huge interview coming up. Uh, in fact, at the end of the show, I'll tell you who the guest is. And, uh, and and the superstar that we'll be talking to was on the Elimination Chamber show. It's big, big, big get. Man, oh, man. All right. Um, so Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Apple, Stitcher. Yeah, and if you Google us. We show up all over the place. It's it's kind of interesting because uh, people search ESPN Wrestling Podcast, WWE, AEW. We will show up. And uh, we appreciate all the uh, support with that. And uh, it's it's been a fun ride over 300-plus uh, episodes. And I said the next episode is going to be big. By the way, um, you know, we cover like a deep dive into everything wrestling. But there's also more than that that we do. And uh, sometimes, so we talk to music guests, uh, Kenny Wayne Shepard. We've had uh, also John Carafiero, who is a uh, producer and also uh, a guy who's uh, in the comics. He talks Ramones, Misfits. He's worked with those bands, Dr. Demento. I checked that out in a previous episode. In fact, I unearthed uh, an old ep- interview I did with Dr. Demento like six years ago. If you grew up listening to him, man, th- th- it was such a cool moment. And just to hear the doctor talk, because uh, you don't really see him much nowadays, other there's like some weird owl thing going on, but uh, yeah, very awesome. All right, so without further ado, let's do it. WWE's Elimination Chamber from Perth, Australia. We got a pre-show match that was added after I did the after we did the uh, show for the uh, preview show, but uh, I think it was obvious how this match was going to go. But very cool that it happened for a very good reason. The Kabuki Warriors, of course, Oscar and Carrie Sane defended their WWE Women's Tag Team Championship against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. And this is really cool because Indy Hartwell is from Australia. That was pretty cool. She's from Melbourne. So it was very cool to see her participate in that. Kind of a homecoming of sorts for her. So she got her match there. Bronson Reed did not. But uh, a fun match. You know what? One of the probably better preview matches. We don't get many of them anymore. But, uh, you know, lots of times they kind of were just throwaways just to have a match for the sake of a match. But uh, but I thought this was uh, pretty good and worked out well. The Kabuki Warriors retained. Uh, no surprise there. I, I thought the ending was fine. You know, they, they separated Indy Hartwell on the outside and then did their uh, awesome finishing move on Candice LeRae. 
on the outside, the insane elbow, putting away Indy Hartwell. And then it was time for the Elimination Chamber match. And, uh, you know, and I, I tell you one thing, WWE's kind of done. And it's where, because, I mean, obviously the show's big, but, you know, adds more to it. You know, you see more of the stuff backstage, wrestlers arriving, everything else. I mean, I know Raw's kind of always had that feeling or SmackDown, but now, you know, the the big shows get that too. You know, it's almost uh, trying to put more in there. It's like, okay, there's this guy that's showing up, and here we go. So, a woman's elimination chamber match time. And you had uh, Bianca Belair come out first. And then he had a t- uh, what I mean is uh, for the match uh, going into the pods. You know, you had uh, her in a pod. You had Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, and Tiffany Stratton in the pods. And then you had Naomi and Becky Lynch starting off the first two in the match. Uh, and they went at it for a while. And uh, you know, I kind of forgot. I think they used to team up at one time. But uh, it's pretty good back and forth stuff. And let's see, nice to see Naomi back in the ring and everything else. And, um, you know, a couple of cool spots with the chains and throwing Becky against him and stuff. Uh, then you had Tiffany Stratton come out. And I will say this, uh, you know, a lot of people are fans of Tiffany Stratton, and uh, I absolutely see why. She is fantastic. Uh, this woman is going to be a star. And it's nice to see someone come from NXT, you know, and have at this level already. And, uh, you know, the matches that she had with Becky Lynch last year, if you didn't watch him, go watch your stuff in NXT she is great, and uh, it's just uh, enjoyable here. She had a couple of fantastic spots, uh, including one jumping off a pod, and just uh, it was great. Uh, then you had Liv Morgan come out, and, uh, and Naomi did the spot off the uh, top of the pod. Uh, I guess Sunset uh, flipped that uh, on Liv Morgan, and the Tiffany rolled her up, eliminate Naomi. Naomi's gone. And then we get another elimination for a uh, long time there. Uh, then eventually, uh, Liv Morgan pinned Tiffany Stratton, and then Bianca Belair gave the uh, KLD to Raquel Rodriguez. And everybody was uh, booked to be uh, pretty strong in this match. So you had the uh, final three of Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Becky Lynch, and everything kind of happened fast at the end here. And, uh, you know, Bianca getting the uh, KLD reversed a couple of times. A couple of reversals I haven't seen in that style before. Uh, but uh, Liv uh, rolled up Bianca Belair to pin her, which uh, surprised me. And then Becky Lynch gave the manhandle slam to Liv Morgan, pinned her, and that was it. And Becky Lynch going on to face the winner of Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, although they kept saying Rhea Ripley. Uh, <laughs> they realized that later on when uh, <laughs> when Corey Graves was like, I got a text from Nia Jax uh, reminding us that she's in the uh, main event tonight. Uh, which, yes, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax was the main event. We'll get to that in just a bit. So you got Becky Lynch wins the Women's Elimination Chamber match, going to face the winner of the Women's World Championship match later on at WrestleMania 40. Uh, tag Team Championship match, the Judgment Day, taking on what we now call the New Catch Republic, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. I thought Michael Call did a great job of explaining where this team came from. And it was cool to see these guys get some time. You know, it's there is a good tag team scene in, in WWE, and, and and maybe you know it, it's like it's a challenge. There's a lot of teams, and it's hard to make people care about the teams. And you know that that, that might just go back to years of um, I don't know how it was always handled, and it's hard to get people to care about them. But but there's something with these guys here, uh, especially the fact that uh, Tyler Bate can do an airplane spin for like at least thirty seconds. 
And, you know, that got a pretty huge pop. And the fact that that dude could still, like, go after doing that is insane. It was probably longer than 30 seconds. I think it's going to have to be time. But there was definitely a lot of reps in there, uh, more so than the uh, Cesaro swings. But, uh, man, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know how you uh, prepare yourself for that. But uh, there was a couple of times I actually thought that, uh, you know, like I figured Priest and and Finn Balor would win the Judgment Day would win the match. But uh, a couple of times I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, because you you had the uh, you know, new catch Republic hitting the uh, top uh, controllo off the uh, top rope to Priest, and then Dominic pulled uh, Priest's foot out of the rope, and then he got ejected from ringside. By the way, people are hating on him. Uh, it's great to see him get that heat. Uh, and I know the cameras went out one time, and I guess the report was like, I don't know, that like he was getting flipped off. I thought some other issue. Who knows what really happened and, and why uh, they lost the uh, the picture fee there. The Audi went out a couple of times, but that's usually when they're cutting some cuss words out. Uh, and then another time was, uh, you know, Dunn at Bay hit the uh, double Tyler driver uh, and, and a uh, double Brigham hammer on uh, Finn Balor. And, and I thought, like, oh, my gosh, you're going to win. But uh, that didn't happen. And I, I love the finish of this match, by the way. I thought it was really cool. And it just shows you, you know, how much they, uh, uh, Damian Priest has going on right now. Dude had a double South of Heaven chokeslam on both Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate off the top rope. And then uh, Finn hit the uh, Coupe de Gras on uh, Pete Dunn to retain the titles. Uh, this is a very cool end of that match and uh, very well done. And awesome to see them get a lot of TV time. That This is something that they should have at these events. Uh, you know, And I guess you could do more of it when you only have four in the uh, premium live event. For an event that goes more than three and a half hours, we'll talk about that. Uh, but uh, a very cool end of that match. And uh, the Judgment Day retained the Tag Team Championships. Yeah, a little spot in the middle there. The Grayson Wallen effect with the Austin Theory also came out as well. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rican Rollins was there. And it just felt like an extended Raw segment. Not bad because, uh, you know, some stuff did move forward in that because Rollins did announce he's almost medically cleared to return to action. And Cody Rhodes issued a challenge to The Rock one-on-one. Yeah, and then Rollins is like, yeah, I got your back, dude, which smells like a tag match to me. And then Austin Theory, for whatever reason, taunted uh, both of those guys, used The Rock's uh, catchphrases and got beat up. Uh, Theory uh, took a a Cody cutter from Cody Rhodes, and then uh, Rollins stopped him. And Grayson Waller just kind of sat there because you're not going to beat him up in his own hometown. I mean, it could have, like. Somebody else was in charge, but he got a nice pop. He even did a uh, shoey before the segment started with Taya Tuvias. Uh, I'm probably totally butchering that name, but uh, with a UFC fighter, Taya Tuvasa uh, doing the uh, shoey, that's a pretty cool thing. That's something you do in Australia. I like I've seen that like after footy events and everything else, but, uh, but a cool moment for him as well. And he didn't get trashed in the segment. I thought that was, that was uh, pretty, pretty good. Uh, then you had the uh, the men's elimination chamber match. Uh, that was uh, the match that uh, featured. I'll tell you the order that they uh, came in. You had uh, you know, Randy Orton. You had uh, you know Ellie Knight, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, Drew McIntyre in the match. Uh, and there's some of these uh, two matches because the two guys that won, uh, you know, were people who started the match. You know, Becky started the match uh, on her end, uh, and then our winner here in the men's match did as well. But you had a uh, facing off Ellie Knight, Drew McIntyre. Getting things started, and then uh, out next with uh, Kevin Owens, and then uh, Bobby Lashley came out, uh, and we didn't get eliminations for a while. Then he had uh, you know Randy Orton out there, and then eventually Logan Paul. But uh, Bobby Lashley first one eliminated. He took two claymore kicks, one on the outside of the ring, one on the inside, and he was uh, selling his uh, his elbow injury. 
you know, kind of playing the things off of SmackDown and everything else that's been uh, going on. I uh, took out the brace, took a Claymore, and then the dude sold it quite well. Speaking of selling, we'll talk about another move in just a moment that really got sold. But as he was selling that, it took him a long time to get him out of the ring. You know, they're working on him on the side. They had the door open. And then Ellie Knight was kicking some butt inside the ring. Yeah, hit uh, Blunt froze, uh, Force Trauma on Orton and McIntyre. And you're thinking, oh, man, uh, somebody might be pinning one of these guys here. But then AJ Styles showed up because the door was open. The chamber door was left open. And he got uh, beat up with the steel chair. So uh, LA Knight gets pinned by Drew McIntyre. And you know that AJ Styles and uh, you can assume LA Knight going to have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. So that, that's going to happen there. So LA Knight getting screwed out of his match again and see what happens there. And then uh, this was kind of interesting because how it kind of came down to, yes, Drew McIntyre involved, but, uh, but the other three names, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, Randy Orton really going here. Uh, Randy Orton hit a, his you know, patent DDT outside the ring and sold his back so good that I thought the dude was legitimately injured. And just the way he moved around, it was I mean, the storytelling in this match was fantastic. This is one of the best chamber matches that that's ever happened, and it was just so good the way he sold his back that you thought that Randy Orton was hurt. The rest of the match, just the way the dude's moving around, everything else, you're just thinking like, man, you know what? Like, are they just going to pin him and, and get him out of there or whatever else? But uh, no, he he kept going on and uh, you know took some moves and everything else, and you know there's moments where. Kevin Oates is doing thing, and then uh, Randy Orton hits him with the RKO, gets him out of the ring, and then you see you got Logan Paul, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre. They continue on. Uh, Logan Paul hits a uh, fly, uh, high cross body off the pod. You know he he brings out the uh, brass knucks uh, out of his trunks, and uh, what happens there is that uh, Randy Orton RKO's him out of nowhere. By the way, fantastic camera angle. Did not see it coming. Uh, well done on the uh, directing of that particular spot there. Randy Orton pins him. So it's down to Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. And Randy Orton hits the RKO and Drew McIntyre. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Randy Orton is going to WrestleMania when Logan Paul didn't leave the chamber, punches out Randy Orton with the brass knucks. Drew McIntyre pins Randy Orton. And Drew McIntyre going to WrestleMania to face Seth freaking Rollins. There you go. A f- a f- great storytelling in this match. And you got to wonder if, uh, you know, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, they're not done. Randy Orton now, a big part of this is there's going to be some kind of big U.S. title match at WrestleMania. I, I did not have Randy Orton, Logan Paul on my scorecard, uh, but holy crap, I will take that. That is fantastic. So yeah, that's one of the surprises. Yes, some of the results of these matches were, were predictable, but you know what? Uh, it's always the ride getting there. And I didn't know this ride was going to feature Randy Orton and uh, Logan Paul. Uh, you know, eventually facing each other. Those promos should be pretty fun as well. Who would have thought? And then Triple H came out and said, hey, we had uh, a lot of people there. How many? Well, 52,590. That's the attendance in Perth, Australia for the big show. That's where they do cricket matches, by the way. Oh, this uh, stadium. Pretty nice setup there. I have not, I've been to a state. I have not seen a cricket match. In Australia, been to Australia, but uh, the time I was going to go, the uh, matches were postponed. Unfortunately, missed out on that. All right, main event time. Main event time. Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax. Both the board in Australia. Obviously, it's more of Rhea's home country. Uh, she got a hero's welcome. 
and it was just uh, very cool. You get to see her taking it all in. I, just, just what, what a moment for her. As many years we've seen her in WWE NXT, just ah, it, it was it was a very cool moment. You know, that's one thing with the uh, the crowd all throughout the night. The crowd left uh, Tiffany Stratton. They're they're going crazy for her. You know, they they like Becky Lynch. You know, uh, but their spot with, with Tiffany got pinned. You know, the crowd's chanting BS. There's a couple other times. Uh, I think when a couple people tried to, but three people tried to pin Raquel Rodriguez, Raquel kicked out. People were chanting BS in that match, and it happened a couple other times that night as well. The crowd was fantastic. It sounds like they had a great time. Uh, but uh, yeah, Nia Jax, uh, you know, dominated a, a good portion of this match. Uh, Rhea tried to uh, hit a, like a Huracarana type move. Uh, a little different offense, and even from Nia Jax, I, I thought this was a pretty solid match from both of the ladies. How they did it, I thought. I thought the uh, the I guess what do you want to call it stink face, but the butt face or whatever that uh, Nia did to Rhea, that was kind of weird. But uh, even the spot on the outside of the table where uh, Nia hit a Samoan dropped Ripley and the table didn't break. So she climbed on a chair and then dropped an elbow through the table. And that thankfully that chair cooperated because it's one of the announcer's chairs because that, that could have been disastrous. Uh, but then she brought her in for the Annihilator and I'm like, Oh my gosh, nobody kicks out of this. Rhea Ripley kicks out of the Annihilator as Nia is sitting on top of her. Eventually, Rhea hits the Superplex off the top rope into Riptide. Yeah, clean pin. Pins Nia Jax to retain the title. And then uh, Rhea's family was at ringside there and they celebrated together as the show went off the air. No Dominic, no Judgment Day. They didn't need to be there for this. And they usually aren't for a lot of her matches. Sometimes Dominic is, but uh, this was her moment. Well-deserved. Uh, maybe a big celebration on Raw Monday. We'll see what the next step is uh, with her. She's going to be facing Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And I don't know you know, what's next for the Judgment Day and the tag team scene. I'm assuming Awesome Truth at WrestleMania. Our uh, truth not at the show. He was in Austria. He wasn't really in Austria. But you know, they, they should have went all in on that and sent him to Austria. And then have him like, take pictures around stuff. But uh, <laughs> that would have been kind of fun. But there you go. That is Elimination Chamber. Very good event. Yes, predictable uh, results, but uh, but the road to getting there, the journey. Yeah, sometimes more about the journey and the destination. Fantastic. Uh, nine out of ten. You know, it's as good a show you can get. And uh, were there some gripes about? I don't know. I, I thought everybody did a really good job. I thought everybody looked strong. And we'll see, uh, you know, what the other matches are down the road, you know, uh Who's going to be fighting who? I mean, the women's roster, you know, I will say, you know, those that were involved in this match, the strong part of the roster, obviously you get a couple that weren't in it, you know, like Jade Cargill. So there's a lot of involvement, a lot of possibility for matches on this uh, WrestleMania show and how they want to do this year. And then, you know, on the men's side, of course, with the U.S. title and Logan Paul and probably Owens and uh, Orton involved in that. And I don't know. Lots to figure out. We ain't there yet. Who knows what the, the Rock and Roman Reigns, are we going to get a tag match against Cody and, and Seth in the first night and then the big other you know, championship matches on uh, Sunday? Wow, a lot going on. All right, that's Elimination Chamber. And as I promised, I said one of the stars that was in this match is going to be a guest on our next episode. And that, fingers crossed, it all comes together, but it is booked. The man, Becky Lynch, will be on our show. Yeah, we're going to talk to her in a couple of days, talk Elimination Chamber, talk about her new book. We'll talk WrestleMania. And who knows what else we'll talk about. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that. That's going to be our new episode coming up in a couple of days. My name is Dave Taylor. Thanks for checking us out. We're Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat. Make sure you get those notifications so when we do big interviews, 
like that. And we've done lots of interviews on the show. Uh, the uh, WWE side, you know, Paul Heyman, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre. We've had uh, Mark Henry's been on the show. We've had Eddie Kingston on the show. Sky Blue has been on the show. A lot of AEW, a lot of WWE superstars. Yeah. And Becky Lynch will be added to that list. Yes. 1069thefox.com, fm99.com, out of the media tab, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, let's see, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. Subscribe, get the notifications, and uh, drop me a note. Let me know how you're listening. Appreciate that. Thank you for all the support all throughout the years. My name is Dave Taylor, and as always, Make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody.